0: Hello and welcome to the VIP Fitness Podcast. My name is Victoria and my aim is to help you understand the mechanics of fat loss and maintenance and then to help you implement this understanding with your own fat loss and maintenance journey. I'll provide you with information, hints, tips, tricks and hacks that you can pick and choose from to use in your day-to-day life. If you want more information or you'd like to speak to me about coaching, you can find me on Instagram at VIPFitnessCoaching. Thanks for listening today. I really appreciate it. If you do enjoy what you've heard, I'd appreciate it if you could share, follow, review, rate, all of that good stuff that podcasts ask you to do. Thank you for your time. Hello and welcome back. On today's episode of the VIP Fitness Podcast... I'm going to be speaking about your diet and lifestyle and about being proactive versus being reactive and how this can affect the way you view your diet and your fat loss journey. I'm going to start with being reactive because this tends to be the default setting for a lot of people, especially people who follow like the six-week plans, the eight-week plans, the 12-week plans. A lot of the time doing these plans is a reaction to a gain in weight and this can be after the holiday season, after going on a long holiday or just after a few months of gaining weight. So the reactive mindset, this is when maybe on the short term when you've had like a big meal out or you've just come back off of a holiday or you've had a heavy night out with a lot of booze, the next morning you feel Ugh, you've done really badly and you want to over-restrict and cut right back on all of those things that you think are bad that you've been having over the weekend like the fatty foods, the fast foods and a lot of alcohol. And then the same on holiday as well, you've been having big breakfasts, big lunches, big dinners, you've been drinking maybe a lot of alcohol and you want to draw a line under all of that and go really hard on the restriction. But what can tend to happen is that it's not necessarily the big night out or the holiday or the big meal. That's not the thing that has negatively impacted your fat loss what tends to happen is that when people go out for these big meals these holidays or a heavy night out on the booze and that is that the following day or the following days after doing this making poor choices tends to continue What can happen is, say you've had a a big night out drinking and you've had a kebab when you've come home and then you've gone to bed, what can happen is you then wake up hungover, you feel rotten, it's the weekend, you've got no food in the house and you either just eat more rubbish that you've managed to get hold of, you do a Deliveroo or you go to McDonald's or whatever and you just carry on making bad choices when it comes to your health and fitness throughout the day. Because you're hungover, you've got a headache, your stomach feels nauseous and all of that, you don't want to go out and have a walk, you don't get your steps in, you don't do a workout, you don't go for a run. The things you would maybe normally do on a weekend, you don't do them. So that one bad night out has then turned into a full weekend of making poor choices that don't align with your goal of fat loss. And this is similar to when you come back off of holiday. You've been on holiday, you've been in the holiday mindset, you've been really free with your food choices and your drink choices, and so you get back on a Saturday, you carry on making very free choices, possibly going over your calories in the days after your holiday and it might be that you can't get started on a Monday and that holiday mindset then continues for another week until you can start again the following Monday. So what has been a one-week holiday actually turns into maybe two or three weeks of Choices that don't align with your goal of fat loss. What people then tend to do after you've had this quote unquote bad weekend or holiday and you've had the holiday mindset, what people tend to do is they then look for a very restrictive response to that weekend or that holiday. And they tend to go either very low calorie or they cut out all of the foods that they enjoy, all of the alcohol, the crisps, the salty snacks, the chocolate. They start doing quite punishing workout routines, either, you know, very, very long runs or going to the gym for a very long time, many, many times a week, doing workouts that they don't necessarily enjoy, like HIIT workouts, potentially, that they don't enjoy doing, but they feel like they're going to get, you know, a really good bang for their buck. And They'll try really, really hard and get really, really restrictive, but ultimately it becomes unsustainable and they work so hard doing all these workouts, being really restrictive on the food front, but ultimately because it's unsustainable, they tend to swing back the other way and the following weekend they go out on the tiles again or they go out for another big meal. And going back and forwards in this way leads to a bit of a binge restrict cycle where during the week... You're being very strict, you're being very unplanned, you're being very restrictive. And then at the weekend, you're going wildly over your calories because you've worked so hard during the week to cut back that you just want to let rip and you just want to drink all the drinks, eat all the food. And what tends to happen is that if you averaged out your calories over that week, actually, you're not necessarily in a calorie deficit, potentially even in a surplus, possibly even quite a high surplus. And over the weeks, this stalls the fat loss, and it means that you're actually possibly gaining fat. Some people can manage this for quite a few weeks. So you come back off of the holiday and you start a six-week plan or an eight-week plan, and you're eating really well, you're not having any alcohol, you're doing all of the quote unquote right things, and you're sticking to your plan. And those couple of pounds that you gained on holiday, you've managed to lose them and a few more, but eventually it becomes unsustainable and you go back to your old habits and then the weight starts to creep back on again. Now what happens after the bad weekend or the long holiday is that when you come back and you've stepped on the scales and you've seen possibly a number that you've not liked the look of but what's not been taken into account is that over that weekend and over that holiday you've eaten a lot more food to start with so you're going to have food volume in your tummy in your digestive tract that's contributing to that number on the scales now it's not fat it's purely food volume in your system and if you were to give it a few days that number on the scale would come back down again same with What you've been eating, a lot of people, when they are out and about and on holiday, you tend to eat a lot of highly salty foods. And when you're eating a lot of salty foods, your body is then going to take on a lot of extra water to balance that out. Same with carbohydrates. The clue is in the name, carbohydrate. When you have a lot of carbs, you tend to take on a little bit more water to balance that out. But when you're looking on the scales, the scales are not going to say to you, yes, you weigh five pounds more. But actually, four and a half pounds of that is some of the food in your stomach. You've got a fair few carbs in your system and some salt. And then there's a load of water as well that we've taken on to accommodate that. And actually, you've only gained half a pound of fat. But your scales won't tell you that. They'll just give you the number. And this can really impact your mindset, whereby you've come back off holiday. And maybe you have gained a pound of fat or two pounds of fat. But looking at the scales, the scales say to you, well, you've gained eight pounds, you've gained nine pounds. It sends you into a very negative mindset spiral. And then this is when people jump on the very restrictive diets. What I would say to do is if you've had, say, a heavy weekend, you've had a few big meals, you've had a few drinks, you've eaten more than you wanted to, or you've drunk more than you wanted to, and then you've made some poor decisions. When you get to the end of that when you get to that stage where you're thinking right I need to restrict now rather than restricting think to yourself right I'm going to draw a line I'm going to be kind to myself I'm going to get back on plan but it's going to be a sensible plan I'm going to continue eating the foods I like I may be going to compromise and not have them every day or with every meal. I'm going to maybe limit the amount I have, but I'm going to follow my calorie target. I'm gonna keep getting my steps in. I'm gonna continue doing the workouts I was doing before. I'm not going to add to my workout load and just get back on plan, draw the line, give it a few weeks and you'll probably find that whatever you've seen on the scales goes away again. Same with a holiday. When you come back off holiday, Don't immediately jump on the scales as soon as you get home. You're going to have that food volume in you, you're going to have that water retention, especially if you've been flying as well, your body's going to hold on to more water. So if you're coming back off holiday, what I would say is don't weigh in for a minimum of five days. Give your body at least five days, better to give it a full week to get back its equilibrium, to get rid of some of that water weight that you've picked up. Stay on plan for a week Before you weigh in, and you're going to get a much more realistic number on the scales as to what's gone off on the holiday. Instead of stepping on the scales and seeing that, gosh, I've gained 10 pounds, you might see that you've only gone up by one pound or two pounds, and you've lost that pound before. It's perfectly manageable to go back on a sensible plan and lose that pound once again. So, this is the reactive style of dieting you start gaining the weight or you have the bad weekend or holiday and all of that and you react to that by then becoming very restrictive. And like I said, this leads into the binge restrict cycle and it's not a happy place to be in. Ultimately, you'd like to be able to live your life following a style of eating that works for you, that you can just make small adjustments to if you are going on holiday or if you do have a big weekend coming up and eventually get yourself to a point where you're in a maintenance phase And you can just carry on living your life only having to make very small tweaks here and there without having to go from one extreme to the other. Now, that style of dieting and fat loss is more of a proactive approach. And being proactive ultimately is going to serve you better in the long term. Having a plan and being able to stick to it, it's a much better mindset to be in because you know where you stand and you know that when these things come up, you can put a plan in place. For example, if we're talking about a night out, say, you've got a meal out with friends, there might be some drinks there, you know, it's a nice restaurant, you don't want to be that person who's looking at the menu and trying to tot up calories and do all of that. You want to just go and enjoy yourself. So if I were on, say, 1,600 calories a day, I would maybe save... In the days leading up, so if it was a Friday night I would save calories Monday through Thursday. If it was a Saturday night I would save calories Monday through Friday and just save 100 calories a day. Not any more than that because 1600 is quite low already. You don't want to make your day-to-day calories too low and too restrictive. So leading up to the Friday night you've saved yourself 400 calories there and then. And then on the Friday I would also think to myself well my maintenance calories are actually about 500 calories higher so with those extra 500 calories as well you've got yourself an extra 900 calories to play with so if you're going to eat a main meal that's a bit higher on the calories if you want to have a starter or a dessert or have some drinks with it you've got some extra calories to play with there and it just makes it a lot easier and you don't feel like you're restricting yourself when you're going out. Another thing you can do is you can say to yourself, right, I'm going to compromise. I'm going to make some choices as to what I want to have. If you get to the restaurant and you look at the starter's menu and there's nothing really on the starter's menu that grabs you, you just don't have one. Save those calories and think to yourself, well, I would rather use those on having a really nice dessert or I really like drinking wine with my friends. I'd like to share a bottle or two of wine with my friends and that's where I'm going to use my calories. Same with like the dessert menu, if there's nothing there that says, yeah, hell yeah, I really want to eat that dessert, don't bother getting one just for the sake of it. Even if everybody else at the table is getting a dessert, if there's nothing there that you want, don't feel like you have to have one. You could have maybe an extra cocktail or you know, if you decided you did want to have the starter but there was nothing on the pudding menu, then go with the starter, not the pudding. It's just about making small compromises. If the meal, if you want a starter and a main and a pudding and drinks, by all means, do that as well. Accept it, enjoy it. And just remind yourself that it's one day out of 365 in the year. Even if you have gone over your calories on that one day, it's not going to make a huge amount of difference. To gain a pound of fat, you would have to go over your maintenance calories by 3,500 calories. So if your maintenance calories are around the 2,000, 2,200 mark, you're going to have to consume five and a half to 6,000 calories to put yourself into a one pound fat gain. So realistically, even if you go over your calories, it's not going to make the hugest difference. It's doing this day after day and accumulating those extra calories over a week, over a month. That's where the difference is going to come and that's where you're going to see the fat gain. So the one night out, don't worry about it. If you do go over calories, if you've saved some during the week, you've already made adjustments there, it's not anything to worry about. Another thing you can do is if you do like to drink alcohol when you're out and about and you're having a meal, why not, instead of having an alcoholic drink for every single drink, why not swap it out with a zero calorie soda or squash so that you're not having every single drink with calories. You're having a glass of wine and then a sparkling water and then another glass of wine and you're mixing it up so that you're not, Fully hitting too many alcohol calories. If you're a big fan as well of using trackers, if that's something you like to do, what you can do is you can maybe make some estimates using MyFitnessPal or NutriCheck. Make some estimates what you think your meal might come out at, and then for the rest of the day as well, you can make some other adjustments. So you could maybe save yourself an extra 100 calories at breakfast, save yourself an extra 100 calories at lunch and then you can accommodate it into your daily calorie needs without necessarily having to go too much into a calorie surplus. Now, for a big night out with a lot of alcohol, if you know you're going to be going out, you're going to be getting smashed, you know you're going to have a hangover the next day, it's something you just like to do with your friends, and you know that's what's going to happen, what you need to do is you need to plan your next day in advance. So if you know that you're not going to get a workout in that day, you know, you're going to wake up with a bad head, you're not going to want to go to the gym, just get your gym workouts in earlier in the week. If you want to go to the gym three or four times a week, just make sure you've done those workouts in the days prior to your big night out, because then at least you'll end your week knowing that you've done all the workouts that you want to do. You're not relying on trying to struggle through that hangover to get it done. Another thing that you want to do is to make sure you've got foods in the house that you can get to and you can make easily so that you're not relying on then having to order a delivery or go out and get fast food or just eat whatever you can find in the cupboards that's just easy to do. Get yourself some ready meals in the freezer that you could just bung in the microwave. Get yourself some pre-prepared foods that you've made earlier in the week, some leftovers or whatever. Make yourself a plan for the following day so that you can wake up in the morning and go right I don't feel like breakfast I'm going to have a big drink I've got this planned for my lunch this planned for my dinner I don't have to think about it I don't have to cook it I don't have to spend hours in the kitchen it's there ready for me I don't even have to make the decision I've got a bad head I don't want to think about it it's there and it's done and this will help you get straight back on track and help you with drawing line under it so that you don't have to then go into that over-restriction cycle. It might be a good idea as well, even if you're not particularly happy about it, if you don't really want to, just getting out of the house and going for a walk See if you can get your, at least get your steps in that day because the fresh air will help you out. You'll be moving your body around a little bit. If you've eaten and then you go out for a walk afterwards, you'll be able to benefit from that postprandial walk where the calories that you've taken in, the sugars and the carbohydrates will go into your muscles. It'll help you feel a bit better. You won't feel worse for going for a quick walk or even a longer walk if you can manage half an hour. Or so it'll do you the world of good. Now looking at holidays, holidays are a slightly different matter because they obviously go on for a number of days. Most people tend to go away for a week or 10 days. So what do you do when you're on holiday but you're trying to lose fat? You've got a couple of options. So when you're away on holiday, if you're going somewhere hot, it's very easy to eat quite well. In a hot country, it's quite nice to eat salads with meats. A lot of countries have some really interesting cuisines. You might want to sample local cuisine and see what they do. A lot of countries have really good fresh fish options. Just decide, wherever it is you're going, is there something there that you want to try eating? If you're staying in an all-inclusive hotel, this can be one of the times when it's very easy to overeat and it's very tempting you've got a lot of nice foods, a lot of free alcohol, it's all there ready for you. You can make some compromises. You could say to yourself, well, I'm not going to have any alcohol until my evening meal and that's going to be a compromise I make on alcohol. I'm still going to have it, just not at lunchtime. You could say to yourself at breakfast and at lunch, I'm going to focus my meals around protein and fruits and vegetables, And if I want to have a lot of heavy fried carbohydrate type foods, I'm going to save them for my evening meal or switch it to lunch. So I'm going to have fries or pizza or those kind of foods. I'm going to have them at lunchtime. But then for my evening meal, I'm going to eat lighter. I would avoid snacking. Snacking can be one area that's not really necessary. And you can take on a lot of extra calories without even realising it. So say to yourself, I'm only going to eat at meal times, when I'm sat down, I've got a plate and a knife and fork in front of me and a drink, that's when I'm going to eat. I'm not going to just continually snack on chips or whatever or say to yourself, I'm only going to snack on fruit and I can have as much fruit as I like but that's what I'm going to snack on in between mealtimes. There's lots of ways that you can incorporate your fat loss ideas into a holiday and yet still enjoy yourself. It's a good idea as well to come up to your maintenance calories while you're on holiday. You don't want to be feeling like you're being punished, like you have having to sacrifice really enjoying yourself whilst you're on holiday. Come up to maintenance calories. Allow yourself to have that bit extra. Maybe move away from tracking. If you are tracking your calories and your meals and everything, maybe just take a week off from it and have a break. And then finally, obviously, when you get back, accept that you probably will see a slight gain on the scales. If you're insistent that you want to weigh as soon as you get back, accept the fact that that number of what you see on the scales is not representative of any fat you may or may not have gained whilst you've been on holiday. A lot of us tend to forget that when we're on holiday, if we're sightseeing, we might be walking around a lot more. If you're quite active, you might find that you're doing a lot more sports on holiday, doing water sports or tennis or swimming. You might find that your calorie needs on holiday are actually slightly higher than your calorie needs at home. If you're at home and you work at an office job and you sit at a desk all day, whereas on holiday you're walking around, seeing sights and doing a lot of things your calorie needs might actually be a fair bit higher when you're on holiday. So all of these things are worth taking into consideration. If you want to as well, you can keep up with your workouts when you're on holiday. If you're the kind of person that likes to use a gym, it might be worth checking out if your hotel has a gym. But even if it doesn't, there's some really good bodyweight exercises that you can just do in your hotel room. You could say to yourself that you're going to start your day with a quick 15-minute bodyweight workout, you're going to do some push-ups, some sit-ups, etc. And you're going to start your day every day doing that. And just that little bit will just keep you ticking over until you get home. You might be the kind of person who likes swimming, but you don't get to do a lot of it in your daily life. Whereas on holiday, you can go swimming in the sea or swimming in the pool every day. And like I said as well, at sightseeing, you might be able to do a lot of walking around. If you like running, you can always take your running trainers and your stuff with you on holiday and go for a couple of runs. It's a great way to see some of the local area see some local sites that you wouldn't maybe normally see there's lots of things you could do if you do want to carry on doing your exercising have a look at the hotel website have a look at what's around nearby if you're staying in a city it might be that there's gyms that give you one day passes if you wanted to go to a gym there's lots and lots of options it's all about being proactive And planning before you go. Don't wait until you get there. If you know that you want to be active and you know that you want to do things while you're on holiday, research it before you go and find out what your options are. And much like after having a heavy weekend, when you get back from holiday, regardless of what day it is, if you get back on a Wednesday or a Friday, whatever day you get back, make sure you start the following day back on your plan. Don't leave it until the next Monday when you get back. Do a supermarket shop or have a supermarket shop delivered. Decide what days you're going to go do your workouts on and get straight back to it. Draw a line under the holiday. Remember the good memories from the holiday. Don't think about what you may or may not have eaten and what you shouldn't have eaten and all of that. Just enjoy the holiday for what it was. Draw a line and start back fresh exactly the following day. Avoid the scales. Don't go on the scales for at least five days. And when you do step on the scale again, remind yourself that any pounds that you've gained you know how to lose these pounds it's not a disaster you don't have to massively over restrict you don't have to catastrophize it it's just a couple of pounds that you may have gained on holiday it's not the end of the world you know how to do this you can get back on plan without stressing about it if you've got any questions about any of that please do drop me a message on instagram there is going to be a web page loading soon obviously with christmas coming up Try to think about what you've got on your diary. What can you be proactive and plan for before it happens? Obviously, there's going to be times when people say to you, you know, you've just finished work, let's go out for a few drinks. In those situations, you might have to plan on the fly or just maybe accept that you're not necessarily going to completely stick to your plan that day. But again, no overreacting the following day. Draw a line. It's Christmas. You're going to enjoy yourself. And if you do gain a couple of pounds over Christmas, you can sort it out and lose it again after Christmas. And if you need any help with that at all, please do contact me. I do coaching. I'd be happy to help you. Thank you very much for your time and attention today. I hope that some of what I've said today has been helpful. If you want any more information on anything I've covered or if you'd like to speak to me about nutrition and fitness coaching, you can find me on Instagram at VIP Fitness Coaching. Please feel free to drop me a message. I'd be happy to respond to anything you want to talk about. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.